Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Hello, and welcome to Reading Bug Adventures. Today's episode is sponsored by Penguin Young Readers Group a global leader in children's publishing with hilarious titles like High Five by acclaimed creative duo Adam Rubin and Daniel Salmieri. You may already know Adam and Daniel from their very popular Dragon's Love Taco series. Well, now they are back with another one-of-a-kind laugh-out-loud book that kids will beg to read again and again. Help support our sponsors by purchasing High Five and other Penguin Young Reader titles at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hello, reader. Welcome back for part two of this exciting airplane adventure. Part one was released earlier, so be sure to listen so you're all caught up. If you remember, the Reading Bug's magic book bag is trying to get us to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina on a very special day, December 17, 1903, the date of the Wright brothers' very first manned airplane flight. But so far, we haven't quite been able to get it right. I'm eager to give it another try, but before we go, I have a few people to thank. Reading Bug Adventures is mixed and mastered by Resonate Recordings and made possible by our sponsors and by listeners like you. Please rate our podcast and tell all your friends. And if you want to learn about how you can help support us, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thanks to all our patrons for your support. Reading Bug Adventures is created, written, and produced by The Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore. You can learn all about us and shop for millions of books by visiting thereadingbug.com. Or, if you'd like us to pick out the perfect books for you and deliver them to your doorstep each month, visit readingbugbox.com. The books in each box are handpicked by me and the rest of our staff and perfectly matched to each child's interests and reading level. Sign up now for our special three-month summer reading bug box at readingbugbox.com. Okay, we're almost ready to go. But before we do, do you remember what happened last time, reader? That's right. We set off to see the Wright brothers' very first flight, but instead landed several years too early and met the Wright brothers and sister as young children instead. When we tried again, we got much closer and we set off in a rickety old boat to find the now grown-up Wrights. Are you ready to zip back in time to our adventure and see the Wrights take flight? Me too! On the count of three, let's imagine ourselves back in time. One, two, three. Ready? Let's fly! It's a reading bug adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Reader, you're back! Quickly! Grab a bucket.
bucket and help me bail the water out of the cabin of the boat. We're on Israel's rickety and sinking boat in the middle of the Albemarle Sound, somewhere near Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. I'm really, really glad you came back, even though so far we failed to make it to December 17, 1903, when the Wright brothers took the very first manned airplane flight. We've tried to get there not once, but twice. And I'm really proud of you for not giving up and coming back to try again. But first things first, let's try to keep this old boat from sinking long enough for the reading bug to bring help from the shore. Lauren, Peter, I'm back and I've brought some help. The shore is not too far away. I saw a small crowd gather, so I flew toward it and found some old friends right in the middle. Wilbur and Orville Wright, all grown up. That's right. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Reader. We could hardly believe our eyes when we saw the reading bug flying towards us. It's been years and years since we first met you, but we could never forget our close encounter with a talking ladybug and our conversations about flying. The reading bug told us that you were in trouble, and of course we rushed to your rescue. And hello again, Israel. When I heard there was a boat sinking in the Albemarle, I was pretty sure I knew whose boat it was. I had a pretty scary boat trip with Israel myself, and just after that, I decided to buy my own motor boat, so I'd never get into Captain Israel's again. When we heard you were stuck on the curlicue, I told Wilbur we had to put everything on hold until we found you and Reader and brought you safely to shore. Aren't you forgetting someone? You're gonna need to rescue me too, and my beautiful boat. Israel, I'll let you jump into our boat too. We won't leave you in the middle of the Albemarle Sound, but we won't be able to save that sinking shipwreck that you call the curlicue. Think fast, we've gotta get off this boat quickly. Are you coming with us or not? Well, I know that a captain is supposed to go down with his ship, but I's too young to die. Here I come, ready or not. Okay, let's go everyone. Lauren, grab my hands and I'll pull you and Reader into our boat. First you, Lauren, on the count of three. One, two, three, and you're in. And now you, Reader. One, two, three, you're in. Great. Let's turn this boat around and get back to shore. Oh, my beautiful curlicue. I'll never forget you. You're safe. And it's only a quick trip back to shore. While we're heading back to the beach, Lauren, can you tell us how you came to be here? Well, Wilbur, we've been trying to meet up with you at a very special moment on a very special day but we haven't gotten it quite right yet. We love meeting you as children, but seeing your first handmade toy flight wasn't exactly what we were hoping to witness. Rather than give up though, you inspired us to try again, and here we are. That's right, and on this try, we got a lot closer, but we still didn't get all the way there. I see. So you wanted to see our first manned glider flight, but you ended up a couple of miles away. Well, a couple of miles and a couple of years. Well, you're in luck. Like I said, we put everything on hold while we went to rescue you. So you'll still get to see our first flight in the new glider. I'm feeling really good about it too. Incredible. We were inspired on that day you visited us as kids too. And we've also been trying to get things right ever since. Along with Catherine, we started making bigger and better toys. And when we saw what was possible, 
we started dreaming of being able to build a flying machine that could hold people too. And now we're trying to make those dreams a reality. There are a lot of other people who are trying to beat us to that goal, but we have been hard at work on a glider that can hold one or two passengers. We came to Kitty Hawk last year and we have been running lots and lots of tests on our glider ever since. First unmanned, like a giant kite, then manned with Wilbur flying on top. The first day I flew on the glider, it was incredible. We dragged the glider to the beach where I climbed aboard and grabbed the controls. The wind picked up, caught the fabric of our flyer and pulled it up towards the sky. Orville and our friend William Tate let go of the ropes that held the glider on the ground and for a few amazing seconds, our glider was flying. Just like you fly, Reading Bug. When the glider came back to the earth and skidded to a bumpy stop, I could see that our glider had flown several hundred feet. Yeah, we measured. The glider had flown almost 400 feet. That's longer than the distance of a football field. But like with our helicopter toy, the first taste of success only made us want to try harder and create something bigger, better, and capable of flying even farther. Unfortunately, after that first flight, things haven't quite been as easy. A series of severe storms blew through and destroyed our beautiful glider. So we started over with plans for something bigger and better in mind, and now we finally have it built and are ready to test it today at Kill Devil Hills. It's just next to Kitty Hawk, and it's where we're headed now. This glider is bigger than the first. It has a 22-foot wingspan, and it has a protruding nose and a device called an elevator that will help the pilot control the angle of the plane during flight, helping me keep it in the air even longer. It has been a long road to get to this day, but I'm proud of myself and Wilbur for never giving up. We've had hurricanes, heat waves, and swarms of mosquitoes out here in Kitty Hawk. <laughs> The mosquitoes were so bad that they not only covered us head to toe in itchy bites, but those dang skeeters have actually eaten through all of our socks and underwear. Here we are, Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina. And if you take a look over there to your left, you can feast your eyes on our glider. After all those setbacks and failures, we're finally ready to see how she'll fly. Oh, wow, look, Reader. The glider is much bigger than I imagined. And it has two wings, one on top of the other, instead of just one. That's right, Lauren. That's what they call a biplane design. Bi means two, for the two wings. Reading Bug, didn't Wilbur and Orville say that one of them would be flying the glider today? I don't see any place for a pilot to sit on that glider. There's no cockpit or anything. Well, that's because the pilot of this glider doesn't sit anywhere, Lauren. I'll be lying down, flat on my stomach on the lower wing, and I'll steer the glider by moving a cradle attached to my hips that can pull the wires and make the wings move up and down and keep me in the air longer, and turn the rudder at the same time to move left or right. Wow, that sure sounds dangerous. It is, but the greatest danger in life is not taking the adventures you are offered. Carelessness and overconfidence are usually more dangerous than deliberately accepted risks. Oh, and look at the gathered crowd here to see our flight. 
Did you know that one of our aviation heroes, Octave Chanute, has come all the way from France to watch us today? Octave is an inventor who perfected a glider's rigging system so it could carry a person. We've used his rigging system in our manned glider. He's right over there. Do you want to join him while we prepare the glider for flight? Oui, oui. Monsieurs et mademoiselles, I am so excited to witness this flight today by the incredible Wright Brothers. Come here to watch with me. Yes, yes, yes. It may not be the flight we intended to see, but we will be watching history being made today. Reader, Lauren, let's join Monsieur Chanute. Great. You all enjoy one another's company while Orville and I climb to the top of the dune and get ready for takeoff. We'll be airborne in no time. Hello. It is so pleasing to meet you. Are you friends of the Wilbur and Orville? You can say that, yes. We have known them and their sister, Catherine, since they were children. How charming. I have only known them for a little while, advising them on their inventions. But I must say, I am très, très impressed. Wilbur, Orville, to Paul Affair. Good luck. Ladies and gentlemen, and Bug, thank you for joining my brother Wilbur and I on this historic day. Wilbur has taken his place on our glider and we're ready for flight. The wind is just right, and I think you're in for a real treat. In just a moment, I'll help untie the ropes holding the glider to the ground so the wind can lift it into the air. Wilbur, are you ready? Ready. Here we go. Oh no, Raider, Raiding Bug, look. The glider took a nosedive into the sand. Wilbur has crashed. Well, fortunately, he barely made it into the air, so he didn't have far to fall. It looks like the glider and Wilbur are both okay. Just a slight setback, but no problem. Let's try again. I'm confident we can get it right. Orville, help me reset the glider. That sure was scary. I'm glad everyone is okay. How brave to get right back up and try again. Okay, everyone, we're gonna give that another try. You came to see a flight, not a crash, right? Wilbur, are you ready for another go? Ready. Okay, gentlemen, untie the ropes. Now! Oh no, the glider crashed again. But just like last time, Wilbur and the glider are both okay. Well, that wasn't quite what we wanted either. <laughs> Uh, did you ever hear the saying that the third time's a charm? I think we've got to try a third time then, don't you, Orville? Quickly, let's reset the glider again. Okay, let's give this one more go, why don't we? The glider is back in position. The wind is still strong and it looks like we should be ready to go. Wilbur, you ready? Ready. Oh no! Look! The glider is moving! Backwards! And it's not flying! It's just bumping along the ground, with poor Wilbur hanging on tightly to avoid getting thrown off. Oh no! 
The glider crashed into the dune behind it, and Wilbur was thrown to the ground. Quickly, let's see if he's okay. Wilbur! Wilbur, are you okay? Are you hurt? I'm okay, I'm okay. A little battered and bruised, but I can still stand. It's still in one piece, see? Watch it. You may be in one piece, but just barely. You look awful. Uh, and I think you broke your nose. Here, hold on to Lauren and me and we'll help you walk back. Yes, hold on to my shoulder. Just like that. Boy, you sure gave us a scare. We, oui. uh, Orville, we failed. It feels like I may have broken a few ribs. And neither the glider nor I is in any condition to try again today. I thought for sure this was our big day. I thought we'd finally gotten it right. But maybe everyone was right. People are simply not meant to fly. No, Wilbur, no, don't say that. Wilbur, my brother, I must disagree. If birds can glide up in the air, why can't we? I know a ship can sail clear through the sky. Who else can build it? Let's continue to try. We'll fly. We can fly. Never give up. Never give in. We'll just try to fly. Wilbur, we'll fly. Never give up. Never give in and you'll find We may just fly We built a machine to take us up in the air With the lift and the speed to keep us up there Our next glider needs rudders to move side to side With pitch roll and yaw for a more perfect ride We'll fly We can fly Never give up Never give in We'll just try To fly We'll fly Never give up Never give in And you'll find We may just fly Its wings will not flap It will cruise like a bird Surfing the wind with no sound Not a word Up, up and away Our contraption will fly Who else can build it? I know we must try Just fly We can fly Never give up Never give in We'll just try To fly We'll fly Wilbur We may just fly Orville, you're right. We must keep trying. We've had our setbacks before, and we've never let them stop us. And I think I know what's missing, too. We can't rely on the wind alone to get our glider off the ground. Look at the reading bug. She stays in the air because she keeps her wings in motion. 
and our toy helicopter flew as long as the rubber bands kept the propeller spinning. So what do we need? We need power to help keep our flying machine in the air. An engine! Brilliant, Wilbur! Why rely on the whims of the wind, like Israel in the Curlicue, when we can control our own destiny with a powered engine like the one on our motorboat? A powerful engine that can keep a propeller spinning and keep us in the air! Yes, but the engine must be light enough not to weigh it down. Let's go home to Ohio to design and build it. Here, here! Keep on trying, and I know you will succeed. Nabandon pa! We know you can do it too, but unfortunately, we won't be able to witness it. We've tried to see the first manned airplane flight twice, and we failed both times. It was fun to see Wilbur and Orville all grown up, but we didn't even get to see the Wright Brothers glider fly today. I'm sorry things didn't work out the way I planned. I'm sorry I couldn't give you the adventure I promised. Reading bug, we're all tired. But visiting the Wright brothers twice now has really inspired me. We may be tired, but look at Wilbur. He's really banged up, and he's still not giving up. I think we should keep trying, too. Let's ask our book bag to try to take us to December 17th, 1903, one more time. What do you say, Reading Bug? You know what, Lauren? Just like Wilbur and Orville, you're right. <laughs> After all, we know from the books in our book bag that no matter how bad things look now, they do succeed in becoming the first men to fly an airplane. Just like the Wright brothers, we can't give up now. I read in Great Quotes from Great Women by Peggy Anderson that a famous pilot named Amelia Earhart once said, never interrupt someone doing something you said couldn't be done. That's the right attitude, Reading Bug. I believe that the book bag can take us to December 17th, 1903, to see the Wright Brothers' first flight. We're so close this time. One more try, and I'm confident we can do it. What do you think, reader? Great! Then let's go! One more time! The book bag is growing bigger again, so we can hop inside and give this adventure another try. Are you ready to jump inside? Great! One, two... Three, jump! Whoa! We're already up in the air, soaring upwards. But we don't seem to be moving very much. I still see the albemoral sound below. Why aren't we moving, Reading Bug? I don't know, but we're heading quickly back down to the ground now. Hang on! Wow, that was pretty fast. Do you think it worked? Do you think we finally made it to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina on December 17th, 1903? Only one way to find out. Everyone out of the book bag, again. Hey, look! I know exactly where we are. Oh no, we're still at Kill Devil Hills. Look outside, we're in the exact same spot as before. We failed again. Lauren, reader, reading bug. Hello! You're here again! It's so wonderful to see you! Yes, it is. A whole lot has happened since we last saw you, but you couldn't have arrived at a better time. Wait, did you say a lot has happened? How can that be? We just saw you, right here at Kill Devil Hills! 
Hey, Wilbur, your nose. It doesn't look like it's broken anymore. What's going on? Say, what day is it today anyway, Wilbur? It's December 17th, 1903. It is? But that means... We made it! Lauren, Reader, we did it! We landed on exactly the right day in exactly the right place. What was it, Wilbur said, in 1901? Third time's a charm? Great work, Reading Bug! Reader, you didn't give up, and here we are, right where you said we'd be. But like Wilbur said, a whole lot has happened since we last saw you two years ago. After that disastrous trial, we decided that we needed to build a motor so that our glider would not have to rely on the wind to get up in the sky. At first, we tried using a motor like the one that powers our boat, but it's a lot harder than it looks, believe me. Yeah, and we didn't have any experience at all building motors, so we asked an employee of our bike shop, Charlie Taylor, to help us. Bike shop? I thought you were inventors. We are, but the bicycle shop is what helps pay for all the work on our flying machines. And our work building bicycles also helped us invent some of the parts we use on our airplanes. For example, Orville and I figured out we could use sprocket chain drives, like chains on your bicycle, to turn the propellers on our airplane. See? You can see the sprocket chain drive running from the engine all the way to the propellers. Oh, wow! Look, Reader, there it is! The Wright Brothers airplane! Orville, Wilbur, it's amazing. Yeah! It looks a lot like your glider. A biplane, right? That's right! But there's a motor on it. Yep, right next to where the pilot lies to balance his weight. Charlie could tell you a lot more about that motor and what it took to build it. But the most important thing is that it only weighs 152 pounds. That's because Charlie made it with a metal called aluminum, which no one's ever done before. Yeah, and Orville and I had to design the propellers, two propellers, just like our toy helicopter had, positioned at the back of the wings. One of the propellers turns one way, and the other turns the other way to balance each other. Wow, it's beautiful. Does your airplane have a name? A name? We haven't had time to think of a name. We've been too busy preparing for our very first flight, which will be today. Whatever we accomplish today will be more important than what our airplane is named anyway. But Wilbur, your airplane needs a name. Think about the newspaper headlines tomorrow. Before you fly, let's just spend a little time thinking of a great name. Let's see, what about the Wright's Delight? Good one. <laughs> that sounds a little bit more like an ice cream sundae than an airplane, don't you think? What about something to do with Kitty Hawk here? Maybe the Hurricane Hawk. I like it, but the last thing we want to do is get blown about like a hurricane especially if I'm going to be the one piloting. We all remember what happened to you with the glider. Hmm, what might be a good name? Reader, what do you think? These are all wonderful suggestions, but I have an idea. Why don't we call it the Wright Flyer number one? I've got a good feeling this plane is destined to be the very first successful airplane. The Wright Flyer number one. I like it. Me too. And it's also number one because we're not stopping here. We're gonna keep building bigger and better airplanes, right Wilbur? Right. Well, what do you think, Orville? 
Time to get the right flyer number one into there? Absolutely. Wilbur, Orville, this is going to be a history-making day. I'm sure of it. All your trying, failing, and trying again has brought you to this amazing day. One question, though. Before you go, where's your sister Catherine? I loved playing with her when she was little, and it seemed like she shared your love of adventure, invention, and flying. Did Catherine stop working with you on your airplane? Oh, no, Reading Bug. Catherine remains a very important member of our team. She still works with us on our gliders when we're home in Ohio. But unfortunately, someone needed to stay with our father. He's quite old and can't be left alone. And someone needs to take care of our bicycle shop when we're not there. Catherine does all of this and more so that Wilbur and I can pursue our dream. That's right. You should always think of us as the Wright brothers and sister. We often write to Catherine to keep her and Papa informed about what we are doing. And she writes us back frequently, too. So in that way, she continues to be a part of our work, even when she can't be here in person. When I read Catherine's letters, I feel as if I can even hear her voice. My, My dearest, dearest Wilbur and Orville. Oh, how I wish that I could be there To see you and your plane flying high in the air But I must stay here in the backdrop And keep a lookout over our little bike shop Just fly, you'll fly Never give up, never give in We'll just try to fly in and you'll find you may just fly even as I can see you in my mind's eye getting ready to fly away up in the sky I see Orville climb aboard today and I see Wilbur by your side on the runway just fly Just try to fly, we'll fly, you may just fly. Orville, let's make Catherine and Papa proud today. It's your turn. Are you ready? Just give me one more minute, Wilbur. First, I'm putting on my soft cap with the warm ear flaps. I'm getting ready to fly. Now, I'm snapping up my jacket. There's the first aid kit, I'll pack it. I'm getting ready to fly. Oh, how my mind boggles as I'm putting on my goggles. I'm getting ready to fly. Now, I'm anticipating we'll soon be celebrating. I'm getting ready to fly. Okay. Here we go. Ladies, gentlemen, and bug, of course. The plane is in position, the wind is blowing in the sunny sky, and my brave brother and partner, Orville, is piloting the first manned airplane flight ever in the Wright Flyer number one. Orville, are you ready? Ready. Fire up the engine. 
plane is starting to move. Here we go! Look! Look! It's, it's flying! Whoa! Whoa! It looks like a pretty wild ride, doesn't it, Reader? Up, now down, and up again. Still flying! Oh, and down again, but safely, for good this time. Quick, let's go make sure Orville is okay. Orville, Orville, you did it! We did it! The plane was in the air for a whole 12 seconds. You were flying. That was one wild ride. It rose in the air, dipped down, rose again, bounced and dipped again like a bucking bronco. The wing even struck the water of the sound. Did you see? That was exciting and really, really scary. You must have been so scared, Orville. <laughs> scared? There wasn't time to be scared. Wilbur, what a rush. Now I know how you feel flying through the air, Reading Bug. But we can do better. I know we can. 12 seconds wasn't nearly long enough. You're right, Orville. Just like we've always done, we'll keep trying. But hey, let's enjoy this moment a little. We did it. The first flight, the first successful airplane ever. Orville, just like Lauren and the Reading Bug said, we've changed history today. You know what? You're right. <laughs> More hard work tomorrow, but today, let's celebrate. First, a telegram to Catherine, though, don't you think? It may have only been a flight of 12 seconds. An uncertain, wavy, creeping sort of flight at best. But it was a real flight at last. Oh, reader, Lauren, reading bug, will you join us in celebrating this historic flight and all the hard work behind us? And ahead of us. Orville, Wilbur, this was an amazing day. We love being here with you, not only today, but through history, experiencing your hard work and your incredible resilience. Yes, but now it is time for us to fly away ourselves. It seems like we've been away from home for years and years, and we need to hurry back before anyone notices we've been gone. Thank you so much for sharing your successes and your failures with us. We'll never forget how hard you all worked to make your dream of a manned flight a reality. You really changed the world. Keep up your hard work. Oh, we will. Reading Bug, before you know it, I'll be zipping through the skies just like you. Thanks for all the support and inspiration. Goodbye. Goodbye. Be sure to say hello to Catherine for us. Okay, everybody ready? Let's all flap our wings and fly back home together. Hop three times with me, then into my book bag. Here we go. One hop, two hops, three hops, and we're in. We've had a big adventure within our book bag, and I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. Look, Reader, we're soaring through the air and back home again just like Orville did on the right flyer number one. Yeah, but not quite as bumpy. Orville and Wilbur would be amazed to see all the awesome flying machines their first flight inspired. The beautiful jets that fly all around the world as well as the rockets that travel through space. Their plane ride was the beginning of the age of aviation. And now our world is full of flying machines. 
that they never would have imagined. Small private planes, sleek jets, helicopters, seaplanes, turboprops, biplanes, gliders, gyroplanes, and many more. I can't wait to see the pictures you draw of today's adventure, reader. Oh, yes. I'll never forget playing with Catherine, Orville, and Wilbur and their cool helicopter toy. Or Catherine's wax wings. Right. Or the terrible trip with Israel and his boat. Or Wilbur's glider crash. Or the successful first flight of the Wright Flyer, number one. What a day. If you had fun on today's adventure and want to have even more airplane adventures, you can read any of the books in my book bag. A complete list can be found at thereadingbug.com slash adventures. Hey, look, we're back. You're right, Reading Bug. We are back. That was an incredible adventure. And you were incredible too, reader. No matter how tough or how uncertain things got, you never gave up. And in the end, everything turned out all right. When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything. As you grow, you'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane. Build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. Cause you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything. As you grow, you'll show this world that you can be anything you could sing your way into a broadway show don't let anyone tell you no whatever you do one thing will be true there's nothing you can't do you can make your dreams come true just by being you great job on our adventure today reader i sure learned a lot about the wright brothers and sister of course the wright brothers and sister I hope you learned a lot, too. We've got to be going now, but we'll see you again soon for our next exciting adventure. Goodbye. Goodbye, reader. See you again soon. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations, too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures was sponsored by Penguin Young Readers Group and their book, High Five, by Adam Rubin and Daniel Salmieri. Hey, Lauren, what a fun adventure today. How about a high five? Uh, oops, I missed. Hmm, I guess I'm not as coordinated as I'd like to be. Aw, oh, don't worry, Reading Bug. I have the perfect solution for you. I just read one of the most clever and funny books I've ever read. It's called High Five. It's all about improving your high five slapping skills before a big contest. Really? Let me see, let me see. Oh, wow, this is perfect. And funny too. There's hand limbering stretches and lessons on fiving with finesse. <laughs> yes, readers are guided through a series of interactive challenges, each goofier than the next. I challenge you to get through them all without laughing out loud, reading bug. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? Laughing makes it even more fun. You're right. 
All of us at the Reading Bug Bookstore love High Five by the authors of the Dragon's Love Taco series, Adam Rubin and Daniel Salmieri, and are thrilled to recommend it to all of you. Get your copy at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Thank you to Penguin Young Readers Group for their support. And thank you for joining our adventure today. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe, John, and Brandon Savage, and by Katie Jelniak and Rob DeCruz. Original music was written by me, Diane Savage, and Ross Gruet. Sound mixing and mastery was done by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is a family-owned independent bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription service at readingbugbox.com. And please support passion, expertise, and creativity in children's literature by continuing to shop with us or other local independent booksellers. Thank you. Goodbye.
friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So little golden books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. <laughs> New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.